So today I'm here with Tina Frears, and I have to say it's going to be very interesting because certainly in the last year, I know that uh, Tina is in a great profession and we can't wait to celebrate the arts again. But I also know that you were probably one of the most affected by uh, the pandemic. And I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit about that. Yes, thank you so much for having me on, Sharon. So I am a performing artist, you know, singer, dancer, actor, both on stage as well as in television and film. And we were impacted tremendously by by the pandemic. You know, we are so much of what we do is interactive and in front of audiences, as well as being working very closely with cast and crew and the production team. And so once you go into the space of needing to be socially distanced, then you can't shoot shows, you know, you cannot be amongst, you know, 25 cast members for a big opening number or for a finale. Singing, speaking directly in close proximity uh, was tremendously affected. So yes, the arts and my fellow artists have been in a major pivot. I know that was a word that we used a lot last year, but we have been pivoting, trying to, you know, navigate and adjust and still create art in the midst of navigating COVID-19. And and how did you how did you keep in contact and and with with your with your colleagues? You know, we really went into a season of Zoom. You know, Zoom was a lifesaver. I think Zoom was not prepared for as many people to lean on it in the manner in which we did, where everyone was having, you know, everything from productions, you know, readings via Zoom you know, production meetings via Zoom, casting via Zoom, audition via Zoom. So that was really the main way, video chatting, you know, numerous platforms, Instagram, Facebook, but any way that you could communicate with video and audio is, is how we stay connected, you know, until we could kind of get to a place where we can start back gathering in small groups. And did you have like a specific schedule that, that you would you would, you know, kind of stick to? Um, like, what kind of structure did you have during this time? You know, that's a great question. In the very beginning, I think we were all kind of shocked. You know, there was that, that initial shock, like, oh my gosh, what do we do? And so I was finding myself creating content, which was something I hadn't done before. I was doing a Fearless Friday. Every Friday, I was creating content and posting it up to my social media just in order for me to stay in contact with people that I was close to and keeping my artistic tools sharp. So every Friday was something that I would do. And then I kind of got burnt out on that, you know, on the weekends we would, you know, we would, uh, you know, try to gather. I found myself videoing all of my cooking. I love to cook and, and people know I'm really good with food and stuff like that. But then I got burnt out on that too, you know, so you kind of found that initial, um, I can't be with people in person, so plan B is to be with them from a virtual standpoint. And then there began to be that heaviness of, oh my gosh, Friday is coming. Now I have to upload a video, you know, or we have to get on this set schedule. And what would happen was there was so much overlapping Zooming and meetings and lives. IG lives is something that was really popular for those people who are on Instagram. And so it would be certain times during the day where you would look across the top of your feed and, you know, everyone who you were following were going live with people, you know? So it's like you almost got saturated with too much information at that time. So Fridays were my thing, but then I kind of, you know, got burnt out on that and really just did it as I desired to, which kind of took the pressure off of needing to be set 
on here's a day you have to go on and, and be in front of people. I, I love your your candor and, and also the way you kind of protect your mindset um, because I, I, I have to say, you know, a lot of people and certainly other professions as well, just getting burnout from having to be chained to their computer because that was kind of the lifeline um, for work and, and also for a social gathering. Yes, yes. It's, my son is, uh, he's 10. And they, you know, school, my husband's an educator as well. So both of them were abruptly uh, shifting from, you know, being in person for school and then going online. And then we found this huge increase for my son in the amount of screen time, because before it used to be, you know, you go to school, you play outside, and then you may get on a little bit and play Roblox and games. But now, if you want to, at that time, if you were interacting with your friends, you had to get on. If you wanted to play games, you had to get on. For school, you were on. And so burnout is something that I think everyone in my household experienced. And then we just started going outdoors. And, you know, I have a garden and doing other things like that. So it was something that affected every single person in my house where, like you said, I mean, we needed to be on. <laughs> That's what we just called it. I'm on. Not even on live or on Zoom. It's just I'm on. And, um I don't know, it just kind of created, it was an interesting dynamic that we've navigated since things have opened up, but there was a point where I was kind of over all of it, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, as, as an actor, you know, your, your, your livelihood and, and your craft is performing in front of live performers or, yes. or live audience, excuse me, or um, crew, um, you know, there, there's something very in the moment um, about your profession and how how different was it to kind of remove it all to almost a two-dimensional space it, it has just been it's been interesting because I'll tell you this I'll give you this little nugget you know I, I'm based in the southeast I live in Atlanta we're considered a secondary market so you know in Los Angeles and New York the actors are able to audition and go into the room a lot more often than we are here in the southeast and so we were already kind of in becoming introduced to the idea of self-taping, where we would have to recreate moments and try to, quote unquote, win the room from our home, you know, with these solid color backgrounds and in front of a camera with light. And so we were already kind of being conditioned to not have that interaction. And so I think now we're in a space where it is the way of the world. I, my reps out in LA are saying, well, everybody is self-taping now. You guys just used to do it in Atlanta or in the Southeast, but now it's happening worldwide. So it's hard because as someone who has a background in theater, I love going into the room and hearing the live piano play when I sing and getting the feedback uh, of the casting directors and being able to make eye contact with people. So it's been challenging. A lot of my artist friends kind of hit a wall, you know, just, just sharing kind of what the, the temperature has been amongst artists, because for those who were solely theatrical artists, I mean, being in the room, in rehearsal, in the space is really how they lived and how they felt connected to their craft. So it's been a hard time and people have, try to find ways to kind of navigate that. But for those of us that are in the TV and film space, especially in the Southeast, it's like welcoming everybody else to the world of self-tape because that is where we are right now. People just aren't comfortable, you know, bringing us back in the room yet. So it's the new normal and we're adjusting, but it's been a different one. And did, did you audition online while you've been in um, 
dur during the pandemic? Yes, uh, the last project I did, Genius Aretha, which is uh, was on, uh, which is on Hulu now, and it came out on National Geographic in March, was a self tape audition. Yeah, that was an audition that I filmed in my home. You know, I have a, a recording space in one of my guest rooms. And I, my husband read for me, you know, I didn't have access to another actor. My husband read, my son read as well, because there was a child who was also in the scene. And so we just kind of, as creatives do, you know, we find a way or make one. We figure out what needs to be done. And we're challenging ourselves every single day to be creative and innovative in ways to, at the end of the day, make sure we can deliver. And so, yes, I have been auditioning. To, I had got two more auditions that came through today, which I will take. So take. I will be in front of Interesting. My, I'll be in front of my iPhone doing it. Yep. Do you do you think that casting directors have realized, oh, we can do this now. We we don't really maybe need the actor to come in. Do you see think some of these practices are here to stay for the future? I think for television and film, definitely. I think for television and film, definitely. I was listening to Raven Drummer, who is a casting director at Tyler Perry Studios, and she does an Actor Minute Monday. Remember I said I did my thing every Friday. Every Monday she goes on Instagram and does, you know, 10 or 15 minutes where she talks to people and asks questions and so on and so forth. And she was really saying how, you know, the self-taping thing is it. You know, it saves money. Uh, it allows people to submit from all over and give them room to see people from places maybe that you wouldn't be if you were limited to just people coming to the office. But I do think, especially with different lo different states opening up at different paces, we started, you know, Georgia opened up a lot faster than everyone else, so we're back in production here. But I think that it is, it is definitely the new normal. And I want to encourage, if there are any actors that are listening, go ahead and invest in your own self-tape setup because we used to have to go to studios and do it. So people don't necessarily want you in their space, just set it up and you can do it at home. I, I have to think though, and, and again, this is, this is not my profession, um, mm -hmm. but if you're especially an actor, um, being present, being before a camera or, an, or a director or even a group of people, how you react in front of people is very different than how you react in your own home. It, it, 100%. Sure kind of an interesting dynamic, I guess. It's been so hard for me, Sharon, because again, I said, I prefer to be in the room. I like you to feel my energy. I want you to hear my voice. I want you to see me in the space. And so I, it was something I almost dreaded, but I think I've almost gotten conditioned. So I think being, I would have to adjust, you know, to being back in the room. But I think for theater, I think theater will, as soon as they can get people back in the space, I think theater will lean there for sure. And because it looks like they're like already selling tickets for the, certainly for Broadway, for some of the upcoming fall and winter shows. I actually saw Jesse Williams. We know him as uh, Jackson Avery on Grey's Anatomy. And I saw him announce today that his show is going to be going back to Broadway. It's like a show about baseball or something. I can't think of the name of it. But he announced today that they're coming back for 11 weeks. So I think that's a sign that we're headed in the, in the right direction. Well, it's... Um, it's going to be an interesting and exciting time. And I guess because we've also really rediscovered Netflix and, you know, we are and, and Prime and, you know, you say now that you, you had a show that transitioned from National Geographic, the Aretha uh, Franklin uh, doc to, um, to Hulu, 
yep. do you see with with all these now different portals or outlets that there will be more content so there might be there'll be more work i'm so excited because yes you know i think we all binged watch so much of everything through the past maybe year and a half that i've been told that there's a demand for content you know netflix and hulu and some of the different cable networks are in dire need of content and so that's great for those of us who sing act dance write produce show run uh, that means there's going to be room for work because people are now, you know, I just watched uh, Michael B. Jordan's movie on Prime, and I, I know, I, I remember seeing Amazon trucks riding through promoting, you know, that the film would be on Amazon Prime. So, yeah, Sharon, I think there will be more work, and I think, I don't know, you know, what do you think? Do you think people will go back into theaters? Because I'm noticing so many dual releases. It's like it's going to be in a theater, but it also be on a streaming platform. So I've never seen that before. I think people really do want to get out and I think they do want to participate. I think people are, are craving um, these creative experiences. Uh, so I'm, I am very positive. I, I hope that everyone, you know, stays safe and practices all the um, safe protocols that, that are, you know, coming out of um, the CDC and, you know, these, it's, it's not going to be, straightforward, but I think everyone is trying to keep everyone's health and safety in mind. And with that, uh, I think we could maybe put this behind us a little bit at some point and, and get on with our life and enjoy some entertainment. I hope so. I'm so excited to just get back to uh, what is familiar and what people enjoy, you know, getting off of work on a Friday and going to catch a show or looking forward to plans for the weekend to see a movie um, and for me as a creative, just being able to work, you know, and, and not have to go through so many hoops. Well, you know, I want to thank you for, A, uh, using your talents to entertain us. And I want to say good luck on your auditions today. That's very exciting. I, I won't have you jinx it by telling us what they are. Um, but we'll have to look out for your name, Tina Fears. And yes. I love Fearless Friday, um, and it sounds like you're fearless every day. So you just you. keep it up, and um, again, really appreciate the time you took, and you know, good good luck out there, and uh, we hope to see you on the stage soon. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. My pleasure. You take care, Tina. Nice okay. talk. Bye.